Hey everyone, live from New York City, I'm Jay Dombeck and this is Sports In-Depth. Talk about those Baylor Bears. Really happy for the school beating Gonzaga. I've been waiting for that to happen. And just going over a few guys. Butler and Mitchell are pro-ready, folks. And I really mean that. They can both play high minutes. Mitchell knows how to create his own without a screen. Get to his spot in the lane. Two-step dribble, jump shot, hit you with the hezzy. Take it to the cup. Step back three. I think his game is pro-ready. I like to compare Davion Mitchell to Donovan Mitchell. There's a lot of good things coming here. And also, him being 6'2", 205. He averaged 14 points on the season. 5.5 assists. Gets others involved. The great ones get their own. But others are part of the equation with attacking the lane, kick for three, lobs to the big men. Davion Mitchell, really proud of the young kid uh, for leading these Baylor Bears. And the story on Monday night with this national championship, it was men amongst boys. And when I say that, I mean it. How about Vital? 11 boards. And I'll get into Drew Timmy and what I did not like. So all year with Timmy and Gonzaga, we've been seeing Timmy finish around the cup Spin move, get to his spot, hit a jumper here and there, but defensively he looked lost, and his handle was non-existent. These are games to prove you're pro-ready or not. And Timmy, it's not going to cut it when he only has 12 points. Keep in mind, Jalen sucks. After hitting a game winner to get to the national championship game, he was 8 for 15 with 22 points. Gonzaga, they always get through that regular season no problem, folks. They do not play many good teams in the wild, wild west. Now, Baylor is the better team. They proved that. And being able to hit threes as well as finish around the rim as well as play defense. What's huge about the Bears, guys, they play D with their feet and not their hands. When I say that, they slide their feet, they get in front of their man without fouling. When you play D with your hands only, reach fouls. You guys know what that's all about. And Baylor clicks on both ends of the floor and they play team-oriented basketball. Look at the national championship. Mitchell with 15, Teague with 19, Butler with 22. Flagler off the bench with 13. Also, they have eight guys who play high minutes. That's big. That's really big. I think Baylor proved that not only are they a number one seed, they had guys this year that can straight up perform in big time games. I always say regular season is one thing, but showing up in the month of March, early April is another. I love what they're doing. I love their coach. I love the goals they set for themselves and what they achieved. Going back a little bit to Saturday, what did we see? We saw Baylor dominate Houston start to finish. Gonzaga, they snuck by UCLA with a prayer 
from nearly half court with Jalen Suggs. Baylor All-Tournament, they're winning comfortably. They're feeling comfortable within their offense, within their system. There's a lot to be said, folks, about what was done here in March with them. I joke that Villanova was the one team that could have, really could have beat them, folks. Villanova was up seven at half against them on March 27th, Sweet 16 game. And they ended up blowing it because Baylor, they know how to finish. Knowing how to finish is huge in March because we know that college basketball is a game of runs and you want to be on the right end of that. And I know, folks, it's tough. We are done with March Madness till next year. It was a fun tournament. I felt with COVID, a lot of people were involved watching on TV because that's really all we could do. I love basketball. It means the world to me, but not to everyone. And I feel they locked in because March brings the best out of players and best out of teams that this sport has ever seen. So... I was pumped the whole way. Um, my bracket was busted, but that's okay. My dream came true with Gonzaga not winning the national championship. So congrats to the Baylor Bears. Well-deserved, great season, great postseason, and enjoy this one. Now, I want to touch up with the NBA, folks. The NBA. Brooklyn Nets are rolling. And when I mean rolling 35 and 16 on the season without everyone in the lineup. Now, Philly and Milwaukee are trying to get to that number one spot, but it's going to be difficult. But the big stories in the West, guys, Lakers are now to five seed and they keep dropping. Davis and LeBron James are still out. With those two out, the Jazz, the Suns, and the Clippers are trying to take control of the Wild West. And that's big because the Lakers are the defending champs, of course, but it's about health. Even Portland is knocking at the door only a half game back of the Lakers. Who knows how low the LA Lakers can drop. And with them not having home playoff series, it's going to be difficult. It really is going to be difficult. And I do think, you know, the NBA is in good hands with more teams than just five can win. I would put Brooklyn there. I would put the Milwaukee Bucks there. I would put Phoenix, the Jazz, Lakers, and Clippers for the most part. If Dame Dalla has something to say and he's dropping 40 a night, you could see Portland sneak into that conference final, maybe NBA final. So the beauty of it, March Madness is over. But NBA lives on. The playoffs all in all are soon. And we'll see if the Lakers can defend their title or if a championship is going to New York City, Brooklyn style. So advancing a little bit about the Masters starting on Thursday. I'm very, very excited. I'm watching the Masters here in Florida with some family. And we love golf. Jordan Spieth is coming off a win. He's hot going into this tournament. And Dustin Johnson, the defending champ. Of course, it's going to be tough, folks, without Tiger this year after his accident. But we have a loaded, loaded tournament. I know everyone's thinking Justin Thomas. 
DeChambeau, Spieth. But how about the underdogs? How about guys who are going to come out here and perform? The Brendan Todds of the world. Rory's going to have something to say. You could sprinkle in Harris English. Guys who get it done. Off the tee, if you are a little wild, that is okay here at Augusta. Your short game is what's going to take you to the promised land. This is a beautiful course. It is designed for big-time champions. You have to get it done with the wedge and with the putter. I emphasize that. And we'll see who can do it. Of course, my boy Philly Mickelson is still out here playing, aging a bit. But this is the tournament he always gives himself a chance. A lot of guys are having good years. Starting with Justin Thomas, starting with Jordan Spieth. How about the powerhouse big bat Bryson DeChambeau, ready and rolling. So, I'm excited. Uh, This is my favorite tournament of the year for golf in the beautiful Augusta, Georgia. And I just am pumped. And first of all, folks, DeChambeau, he's been eating up courses his way. Power out of the tee box and just a wedge in. This dude's straight up different, and different can work out here. Golf is an old school game, but there's new style to it, and Bryson is proving just that. And to wrap up here, I love my new setup. I love speaking from the state of Florida when it's 80 out in April. I cannot wait for every week as we've been going since September. I got the best production team in the world, K&P. I love being the voice out here for Sports In-Depth. You'll hear from me every Tuesday because this is what I love, as I mentioned last week. And uh, keep it real, everyone. Spring is here. Summer is coming. Positive vibes. Tackle the opportunity. J.D. out.